from the studios of Adventist World Radio in Pune. Hello and a very warm welcome to our international English service. In our program today, we bring inspiring music. An interesting nature study. With more music coming in, we shall end our program with a message from God's Word. This is your host Sharad. And I am Maureen. And you are listening to Adventist World Radio, The Voice of Hope. Let's begin our program with a song. Just a poor wayfaring stranger I'm traveling through this world of woe There's no more night and no more sorrow In that bright land to which I go I'm just a poor Wayfaring stranger I'm traveling through This world of woe There's no more night Yeah, no more sorrow In that bright land To which I go I'm going there To see my father Just to go in over Jordan. I'm just a go over home. See my father 
just going over Jordan. I'm just a go over home. I'm going there to see my father. I'm going there no more to go. I'm just a going over Jordan. I'm just a go. You are listening to Adventist World Radio the voice of hope from Pune India and now here's a nature study And I went unto the angel and said unto him Give me the little book and he said unto me Take it and eat it up and it shall make thy belly bitter but it shall be in thy mouth sweet as honey Revelation 10:9 You have no doubt heard the saying an apple a day keeps the doctor away. Apples provide pectins and an acid that helps in digestion as well as bulk and water that helps in the body functions. The natural fiber in apple helps in controlling cholesterol levels in the human body. Maybe that is why this expression came into existence. Wildlife have also discovered that wild apples and apple trees are especially good to eat. Deer and grouse have an appetite for apple leaves. Scientists report that the leaves have more calcium and vitamin A in the carbohydrate type food than the apple fruit itself. Mice, porcupines, deer and rabbits like the inner bark of the apple tree. The bark contains more carbohydrates than the leaves. The seeds are enjoyed by birds and squirrels as well as the other animals that eat the whole apple. The seeds contain the most concentrated dose of nutrition. Ruffled grouse, ring-necked pheasants and bobwhites like the apple buds as well as the fruit and seeds. In New England, Ruffled grouse ate so many of the apple blossoms that the crops of apples were endangered since the blossoms are what turn into the apples for some years in some manchester township there have a bounty of 25 cents for each grouse shot or killed in new hampshire A law in 1950 required the state to pay to apple growers a sum of money for crops damaged as the result of wildlife that were on the protected list. Since 1972, no money has been paid to apple growers. Apple trees provide a benefit for humans and wildlife. Jesus has suggested to us that his word should be very attractive to us because in it we can find all the elements necessary to live our spiritual life ask jesus today to give you an appetite for god's word and in future so that you may be nourished by it 
Thank you for the nature study. We are sure our listeners enjoyed it. To learn more on nature, keep listening to Adventist World Radio. We will be studying different objects of nature because there is a simplicity and purity in these lessons direct from nature that makes them of the highest value. The children and youth, all classes of students, need the lessons to be derived from this source. In itself, the beauty of nature leads the soul away from sin and worldly attractions and toward purity, peace and God. Dear friend, death, struggle pain and violence were not part of God's original creation. Let's discover what was the world like when God created it. To know more on God's word, you could also write to us. Here's our mailing address. Adventist World Radio, Post Box number 17, Pune 411001, Maharashtra, India. You could also email us on Adventist Media Center at gmail.com You may also follow our programs on our website awr.org slash English program Before you hear God's word here's another song Thank you. 
Hello and welcome friend this is Sharad with you on AWR sharing God's word on the topic how do we honor God let's begin with a story from Abraham God said to him Abraham here am I he replied who replied Abraham replied here am I dear listener God called Abraham with a test it was perhaps the most difficult test any of us could think of did the thought of sacrificing his own son horrify abraham did he sleep all night before he got up and went to moriah the text doesn't say all it says is that abraham obeyed god and that obedience began with a simple statement of readiness here am i dear listener the army recruit learns to say here am i when the drill sergeant barks his name but his availability is born of fear the consequences are worse than obedience there is no love in his readiness no real respect just fear he is available but the relationship means nothing The employee learns to say here am i when the boss calls her name but her availability is born out of duty it isn't bad just superficial negative consequences or not an allegiance to the cause will prompt the right response she obeys because she should she is available but the relationship isn't warm a romantic naturally says here am i because of love availability isn't induced by fear or duty the negative consequences aren't an issue there is a desire to please and honor there is an implicit trust in others wishes there is a respect that goes beyond obligation it has been both earned and invited dear listener we know that abraham feared god and that he was obligated to god but somewhere wrapped up in his reverence and duty was the simple desire to please the lord who had graciously provided the son his response was more than that of a slave or a subordinate it came from the heart it had to considering the command it meant that abraham had cast his affections on a very trustworthy god when god calls do you say here am i probably so but here's a deeper question how do you say it let your response flow from a loving reverential faith in your provider 
trust him his loving command is an invitation to love him in return dear listener how do we honor god one of the best ways is to breathe his desires and crave his will there aren't many of us in his body who do that consistently it isn't very natural and it doesn't appeal at all to the fallen self but it is uh, we who knew the glory and the peace of being at one with his will we'd have no greater craving god's desire for us is for us to desire him only to desire god goes beyond the need for his fellowship that we so desperately seek it is a desire with feet it works it isn't content with only the emotional side of the relationship it must put godly emotions and allegiance into actions our desire for him necessarily includes a desire to work with him there is no way to separate our love and our will dear listener jesus didn't seek to do his father's will only from a sense of obligation there is no drudgery in it it wasn't a matter of gritting his teeth and uh, getting it done so he could go about his other business there is no other business this was his food his life and his breath his passion doing father's will was the entire preoccupation of his life and at the end of john's gospel jesus tells his disciples that they are sent out in the same way the father sent him his food is their food his love of the father's will was to be theirs and ours my dear friend how do we accomplish such things there's no way other than god's way he fills us with his spirit it is he who is working in us both to will and to work for the father's purposes not only does he give us uh, what our heart desires he gives us the very desire in our hearts he puts them in there and we've submitted our hearts to him with delight Is God's will your food? Do you seek to accomplish his will as a bonus to pursuing your own or is his the only one you really care about? The single-mindedness of being passionate about his will is liberating. Crave his will alone. Dear listener, John chapter 5 verse 21 says, "Little children, keep yourselves from idols." My dear dear friend why should john end his letter by writing little children keep yourselves from idols certainly his words do not apply to us do they don't we have false gods in our living rooms do we what exactly did john mean by idols it's unlikely he was talking about the gods of metal and stones so prevalent in his time those kinds of idols were not as great a temptation to the people he was writing to as they had been to their ancestors an idol however can be any false ideas about god or substitute for him that turns us away from knowing his true character john stated that 
Jesus Christ is the true God. Verse 20 of 1 John chapter 5. To know Jesus is to know the Father. To be intimately related to his Son is to be forever related to the eternal God. My dear friend, it is possible for me to worship an idol I call Jesus. That leads me away from him. Perhaps my Jesus resembles a teddy bear that lulls me to sleep or an indulgent father or a Santa Claus who doesn't take my sin seriously. Such misconceptions are not the Jesus of the Bible but an idol. That's the reason John warned us to keep ourselves from idols. Be careful, dear listener. Devotion to a false Jesus is idolatry. But knowing Jesus, honoring Jesus, the true God, brings us eternal life. We are made in God's image. He is not made in ours. Dear listener, may God bless you as you honor Him through your life and say, Here am I when He calls you. God bless you. Let's pray. Gracious and merciful Father who art in heaven, we thank Thee for Your love. Maybe like Abraham say, Here am I when You call us. May we worship and praise You and honor You by our lifestyle, our daily life. May we take Jesus as our example and guide and accept Him as our personal Savior. In Jesus' precious name we pray. Amen.
Welcome to Plug Into Life, where you connect with the source. Do you know what is the most often repeated reminder from God to us in the Bible? It is, do not fear. Usually accompanied by the reason not to fear. For I am with you. He knows we are very fearful people. And perhaps we see a few things to be fearful about. Relationships, deadlines, health, finances. This is why I love the notion of being held by God. He owns and controls the whole universe. So let's not fear. We are in the Creator-Redeemer's hands. Do not fear, for I am with you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. What do you say? Let's become fearless. Happiness is to know the Savior living a life within His favor having a change. In my behavior, happiness is the Lord. Happiness is a new creation, Jesus and me. In close relation, having a part in His salvation. Happiness is the Lord. Real joy is mine, no matter if the teardrops start. I found the secret. It's Jesus in my heart Happiness is to be forgiven Living a life that's worth a living Taking a trip that leads to heaven Happiness is the Lord Real joy With this we have almost come to the end of our program To learn more on God's word We would love to receive your letters on Adventist World Radio Post Box Number 17, Pune, 411-001, Maharashtra, India. You could also email us on AdventistMediaCenter at gmail.com. We invite you to follow our programs also on our website. That's awr.org slash English program. This is your host Sharad. And I'm Maureen signing off from Adventist World Radio. Do join us again along with your family and friends. Until we meet again via radio, we wish you goodbye. And God bless you.